Welcome to Spanish for Parents, where we teach you key phrases to use with your child during your daily routines. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have serial dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get cereal, cereal. I wanna get cereal. Let's get cereal. (laughs) Welcome back to Cereal Days. Hello, everybody. So we're taking a short break from our book club because we realized that we haven't done our October Spanish for Parents episode. So here it is. And if you want to continue with the book club, just stay tuned next week. We will go over chapter four. So, and if you don't know what, what I'm talking about, we, we are in the middle of a book series on the book, How to Talk So Children Will Listen and Listen So Children Will Talk. They're kids. So if you're interested in that, go back to episode 46, I believe where we have the intro and then it goes into each chapter. And we recommend that you listen to one chapter per week and apply the skills and the examples that are given in the book during that week. So anyway, back to today's episode. Today is a solo episode and we are not going to break our streak of every single Tuesday for almost a year. So John, we couldn't record together. So I'm here recording by myself. But these episodes where we talk about Spanish for parents, mainly we go over a routine, like a daily routine, something that you do with your child and the type of uh, phrases and conversations that you have with your child during that routine in Spanish. Because we really believe that the best way to learn a second language is through the relationships and through the experiences that you have with your child in your everyday life. It's not about worksheets. It's not about sitting and memorizing the numbers or the colors or some some theme. It's about communicating and having those special moments and those special routines and rituals in the target language and building those relationships. So I know I've talked about this in the past, but the reason why I love routines so much is because they cover everything that we know is good in order to acquire a second language. Like the key components to acquiring a second language are all in routines, especially if you're learning a second language with your child. So for one, they're repetitive. We've all heard this, that you need, you learn through repetition, right? Well, we can also remember sitting in like French class or something and repeating, je m'appelle Daniela, je m'appelle Daniela, je m'appelle. And like, you, it's not real or meaningful. So you, even though you have that repetition, it's boring and it's not, it's not really sticking with you in your brain because um, first off, it's not something that you, like your senses are not firing up. You're not actually, for example, why are you introducing yourself multiple times? What is there anyone, everyone knows your name in the classroom, right? Um, so my name is Daniela. My name is Daniela. It just doesn't 
doesn't make sense. It's not real or meaningful. But here with routines, saying good morning every single morning and, oh, look, it's sunny outside. Or what time is it? It's time to wake up. Look at the clock. It's seven o'clock every single day. That is how we learned our first language. And that's definitely how we're going to learn our second language. We just have to give ourselves permission to start from, from the ground up and, and really um, be okay with learning with our child and in the same way that we learned our first language as babies. The next, which it's my favorite, relationships. <laughs> if you think about it, you when you have a relationship with someone, you want to communicate with them. You want to spend time with them. So it's natural that you want to speak the language that they're speaking. And that's why we always say that second language acquisition is all about relationships. So routines happen, your daily routines happen within the context or within, yeah, within your relationship with your child. And so um, that's just another component of, of these routines. And lastly, comprehensible input. So we have a whole episode on comprehensible input. I love, love, love Dr. Krashen and Dr. Steve Krashen. So if you if you've never heard of him, look him up. He's amazing. But he coined this term comprehensible input. And all that means is that whatever you're saying in the target language, without translating, people understand. You know, the, the other person who's not the native speaker doesn't doesn't know the language yet understands the message, even if they don't know any any Spanish, for example. So how is that possible? Well, you either like bring the item or talk about what you're doing in that moment. Use lots of gestures, um, you know, talk about the things that are happening right now. And it just comes natural. Uh, if, for example, if you're waking up and somebody in, I don't know, Russian says good morning to you in Russian and points to the, to the window and says it's sunny out there, you, every day, if they do that, you're going to start to pick up, oh, that probably means good morning. And that's the sun uh, because today it's cloudy and they didn't say that word. You know, your brain is so amazing at decoding language. And especially as an adult, you already have a foundation of what language is. Like your brain knows grammatical structures and it knows what language is. So it's easier for your brain to pick up other languages if um, if those other languages are presented in a way that's comprehensible. <laughs> so routines give us that. They give us lots of opportunities to have what we're saying to our child be comprehensible to them without translating. If you're, if they're getting ready and you say, mira, son las siete de la mañana and you're pointing to the clock. Look, it's seven o'clock, you know, um, and you say that every single morning, they're going to understand that that means it's seven o'clock <laughs> without you having to translate any words and without, you know, learning the numbers first or learning, um, you know, key vocabulary or anything like that. So let's get started. So I'm going to describe what the PDF looks like. Um, there are about seven to 10 sentences typically um, that are just common sentences that you would say, common phrases that you would say to your child 
during this time. And then on the right-hand side, there are, uh, it's a vocabulary list that can be plugged into your sentences to make uh, your sentences like real meaningful to your specific situation. And I'll give some examples here in a second. Up at the top, you will see three QR codes. One is for the vocabulary, one is for the song, and one is for the book. At the bottom, you will see the song, and at the very bottom, you will see the book. We can't go back and forth with John, but I will do both English and Spanish. Buenos dias, Elias. Good morning, Elias. Es hora de levantarse. It's time to wake up. Hoy tienes preescolar. Today you have preschool. ¡Qué divertido! How fun! Mira, son las siete de la mañana. Look, it's seven in the morning. So, in the seven, where, where you see the seven in the phrase, it, it's highlighted yellow. And that corresponds to the vocabulary list on the right-hand side with all the numbers. So, it can be cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve. Um, hopefully your children don't wake up before five o'clock and, and they don't sleep in past nine. So that's why we have those numbers that are real and meaningful to this specific situation. Ya salió el sol. The sun is out. Hay nubes y lluvia. There are clouds and rain. So here again, the clouds and rain are highlighted red so that you can plug in the weather, what the weather is like outside. Ve al baño, por favor. Go to the bathroom, please. So as you see, it's not a long, you know, a long conversation. It's just the simple phrases that you would say in the morning. And the key here is that if you download this um routine and I'll tell you after at the end of the episode where you can get it for free this month um, you can use this routine for a whole month and then by the end of the month it's be, it becomes second nature you know the vocabulary because you have had the repetition and you have used this vocabulary in a real and meaningful way and so it's it's become part of your vernacular <laughs> you know um, and then Next month, you can add a new routine. So, all right. So, that's that's um, basically the routine. Uh, let me go over the vocabulary real quick. Cinco, five, seis, six, siete, seven, ocho, eight, nueve, nine, sol, sun, nubes, clouds, lluvia, rain, nieve, Snow, viento, wind. And now for the song. <laughs> Let me prepare my voice. <clears throat> buenos dias, buenos dias, como estas, como estas, muy bien, gracias, muy bien, gracias, y tú, y tú. So... Good. This is going to be awkward in English, but I'll do it. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Very well. Thank you. Very well. Thank you. And you. And you. Well, that wasn't too bad. 
Okay, and then for the book, Es La Hora De. So you can look for this book. I believe it's still available on Amazon. And I like that book because it has real pictures. And that's something that I've noticed. It's so important, especially for children in the first plane of development in Montessori. So zero to six. They need to master like the concrete and real world before they can create. And I'm probably going to have another episode about this. But that's why books with real pictures are so important in books where, you know, as much as I love fantasy, but sometimes, um, especially young children, really need to understand reality first before building something new. I heard somebody um, giving this example and I thought it was brilliant. It was, so if you take Apple, the brand Apple, Apple Computers, The engineers at Apple, they have to know how to build this computer inside and out. The basic boring stuff, you know, perfectly. They need to know all the science behind it perfectly, the real stuff, before they can be creative, before they can have that freedom of like, okay, let me be creative with this because they already know the foundation inside and out. And that allows the creativity to come through. So it's kind of the same way with the real world. Like you have to understand what the real world is, what, you know, what, um, what surrounds you, the physics around your world, the biology, everything around you in order to be able to create in the second plane of development. So this book has just a picture of a child's day. And it says it's six o'clock or seven o'clock. It's time to wake up. It's eight o'clock. It's time to have breakfast. It's nine o'clock and, and so on. And it's, it's a beautiful book. Um, it's just children can see, oh, that's what, that's what I do at school. That's what I do in my day. And that's what other children do. So um, you have the QR code there too. So where can you get this? We will leave a link in the description below where you can get access to the two PDFs. So for each uh, month routine, we do um, bebés, babies, and niños and niñas. So we do bebés are for zero to three, and three to six is niños and niñas. And the reason we do this is because the way you wake up your baby <laughs> is very different than the way you wake up your preschooler and even your school-aged child. So that's why we have um, different PDFs because we want to make sure that the vocabulary that we're saying to our children is real and meaningful. And um, this is just so important to us. That's why we have it divided even into the smaller age groups. So I think that's that covers it. Um, let's see. Oh, I forgot to do... A parenting moment. So, <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you know that we're we're still struggling with Mateo and Elias playing together because Mateo builds these amazing structures or cities or you know just a whole car lot, parking lot, sales, you know, like a um, a dealership, things like that. Oh, Carvana. <laughs> 
And Elias loves knocking everything down. And so that has been a struggle for a while. But today, Elias has been walking for about a week, but he is full on walking now. And I think Mateo loves it. It's like he almost sees him as a peer now, like, oh, let's go play together. Let's let's go walk over this way. And um, if you guys are on Instagram, I posted on stories, um, just a little snippet of them playing together. And so I'm hoping <laughs> that this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Um, so I don't know. I'm an only child. And so that's why <laughs> I, this is all new to me. Um, but I'm excited to see brothers back back together. They were like Mateo loved, loved, loved Elias until Elias was mobile, like crawling really fast. Then he was like, no. And now that he's walking, it's like, oh, well, he walks like me. He talks a little bit. So maybe he's okay <laughs> after all. All right. It's time for the mom joke. It's a bilingual one this time. ¿Qué le dijo un pez a otro pez? Nada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have any questions or concerns or anything else that John typically says, asks about. So with that, buenas noches. Adios. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. Our program makes it possible by providing a fun, easy-to-use guide for parents. This guide will teach you how and when to use Spanish at home in order to make the most of your time together as a family. We provide you with everything you need to know about raising bilingual children, including storytime videos, songs, activities, and more. All of our content is designed specifically for families and will help you speak Spanish with your child from birth through age six, all while having fun. Head over to bilingualfamily.us and click on Español Juntos to get started. Con amor, Daniela.